welcome to the Purpose and Profit Club podcast for nonprofit leaders, mission-driven creatives, and social entrepreneurs. Get ready to stop dreaming and start doing. Here, ideas become action. We prioritize purpose and profit. You ready? Let's go. Y'all know I love a nice coffee and you'll often find me drinking it in my, what is it? It's kind of like a seafoamy blue-green insulated mug. But what it is not is a 40 or $50 Stanley mug. And it's just something I found at Target that I liked the size of. I have no idea what the brand is. And it was probably under 20 bucks, probably 10 bucks. <laughs> and I'm laughing because if you're like me, you can't avoid seeing the phenomenon that is the Stanley Cup right now. So if you haven't seen it, I will catch you up really, really quick. They have an insulated thermos that, you know, keep your liquids hot. And I feel like it's just one of those foundational brands that's been out there and no one's really thought of. And we've really seen lifestyle bloggers in particular sporting their cups. And then we see like jokes and TikToks about how big the Stanley uh, uh, mug is. It's now it's just, it's enormous. I don't know. It would hold like, 40 ounces or something. Um, And it's got this handle and it comes in all different colors. And what is really interesting and why I want to talk about not only this, the rise of this cup and its success, but I want to talk about really anything that has this fever pitch moment in, in retail, in our world, in our conversations, like um, it's popping into my head because we just ended the holidays and I feel a little less, like less so lately, but I know every holiday season, I'm sure toy manufacturers would tell me, has like the big toy of the season. And I remember like many, many years ago when it was the Tickle Me Elmo. I don't know who remembers that, but it was. It was like the Tickle Me Elmo was the toy to get and everybody was just like, you couldn't find one and everybody wanted one and that was it. And it was just like a little Elmo doll, I guess that, you know, giggled. And the other image I have in my mind is the Black Friday sale shoppers or really the release. Oh, the Apple iPhone. Like anytime they release the iPhone, the newest um, version, the line outside the Apple store of people waiting just to upgrade their phone. They already have an iPhone. They already have one that's less than a year old oftentimes. And they're like, I want the latest, greatest, best thing. So what is it that creates that phenomenon in people? What is it that creates the, I'm literally willing to sleep outside in the dead of winter to make sure that I get one because I know supplies are limited at this store. And that's what happened with the Stanley Cup recently. So I guess they had a collaboration with Starbucks, which I didn't even know was coming. I am, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know anything about. I did find out about it when I saw the videos online <laughs> that showed people sleeping outside of Target and being the first to get this. It's kind of like a hot pink insulated cup from with their collaboration from Starbucks. And this dad and this daughter, this video that I watched, they were like, we're just going to do this for fun, you know, and we're sleeping outside of this Target and it's, you know, 30 degrees outside and we have a Stanley Cup. Uh, and then what happened after that? It wasn't just like the, the the craze that happened. Then people reselling them on eBay for over $2,000. Now, this is something that to me is already sort of a higher price point, more of a luxury price point for what it is, right? So $40, $50, $60. Now, 
is a lot for a single mug. And now people are willing to pay $2,000 for it. Let's just go on a sidebar and say, great example. The next time you say to yourself, or you hear a colleague say that the economy isn't good, people don't have money, everything is doom, everything's bad, no one, everyone is broke. Next time you hear any of that, I really want you to think about putting a Stanley Cup in their in their hand and think about all the people. Those things sold out immediately. They sold out in minutes across the country who are willing to spend $40 on it. And then all the people who are willing to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars to get the resold ones. Okay. So how can that be true if everyone is broke? Let's get some of those Stanley Cup buyers in your world supporting your mission. Okay. So Let's talk about what makes someone spring into action that passionately over a cup, over anything, over a toy, over anything, and over maybe sometimes an organization to support. So uh, a Instagram marketer came across my feed and it it kind of got my like it part, sparked my attention and she we've we've seen a lot of marketers now talk about this, this, you know, phenomena of the, of the Stanley Cup. And she was saying, well, it's a really good lesson in the importance of knowing your audience because Stanley went from just being this sort of like, you know, unassuming brand to being this lifestyle brand that was catered towards, particularly with with the cups, catered towards moms, like the mom on the go cup. Now they've got cool colors. Now they're targeting that audience. And I thought to myself, yes, and you're totally missing it. That's not it. Because you can say, we've got an amazing product, Christina. We've got an amazing service. We've got an amazing thing. And we know exactly who our target market for it is. It's these moms. This is who, where they live. This is what they do. This is their income. And you may still come to me and say, it's not working right? They're not converting, right? They're not buying, they're not showing up. Same thing for your nonprofit. We know exactly who our ideal supporter or donor or client is, and they're not coming. We're talking to them, we're marketing to them, but they're not converting. And so audience is a part of it, but it is not all of it. What was the massive tipping point was for their revenue spike was this, it was the power of influence. Yes, you need to be targeting the right audience. So if they were targeting children, that would be the wrong audience. If they were tar- targeting um, retired people living in the Midwest, that might not be the right audience, right? But they were targeting the right audience, plus they were coupling it with the power of influence. Influence is really just an endorsement from somebody that you know, like, and trust saying, this is good, check it out. You're going to like one, get one, right? And that's what happens with the, happened with this brand. So two influencers literally changed the game for Stanley and turned their business from a $75 million a year one to $750 million a year. That's what Stanley did in 2023. Let's just, again, let that kind of settle in. So two influencers went to first started saying, we love this cup. It's so great. And you know, we get, I don't know what they said. We get all the hydration we need for the day. It's awesome. And check it out. How's this handle? Whatever they did. And then Stanley said, well, we're not going to continue making this cup. We're going to discontinue it. And they actually begged them to continue it. And that was really the snowball effect that started. And then they started releasing, I guess, custom colors and collaborations. Now, 
if you hop on Instagram or hop on TikTok in a certain market, in a target uh, audience that we're talking about, so many of them are influencing and endorsing just this single cup. Or sometimes it'll be hair care or vitamins or a lipstick. I mean, there's a million things that you've been influenced that you've seen thought leaders endorse, okay? You may be thinking, okay, but how does this translate for our mission? How this translates for your mission potentially is huge. This is the missing piece when you say, we've got the right audience. We know her audiences. They need it. They like it. They love it. Once we get them in, you know, it's great. But how do we get more of them? You need to use the power of influence. This is what I teach at Amplify Social Impact. I have a masterclass linked in the comments or in the show notes you can sign up for that talks about ambassador programs. Sign up for that. You can learn a little bit more about that. But essentially, the power of influence does two things really, really well. It takes other people's audiences. So the audience of, you know, let's use a fictitious example. So let's say that um, Jody is an influencer that you follow. And she, you know, has really great recipes that she talks about. And if Jody is somebody you already know, like, and trust, you follow her, you like some of her content, and she starts raving about a product, you are going to listen in a different way than if the product starts raving about its own product. You feel me? So Stanley Cup says, our product's great. It's awesome. It's great. It's great. It's got, it's hot pink and it has a handle and it stays, our beverages stay warm. You're like, okay, whatever. But if Jody, somebody who you actually think is cool, who you have some loyalty, you've been following her, her um, move cross country or whatever she's been letting you in on. And she says, here's why I love this mug. You're going to listen and engage on that in a different way. So that's two things. One, you get the endorsement with that. And two, you're now presenting your offering in front of her audience. That's what a great endorsement and a great influencer partnership does. So I want you to think about who are the endorsements? Who are the influencers in our life? And they don't have to be like thought leaders and influencers and mom bloggers and, you know, coaches and celebrities, just people, just people who are endorsing your mission, who are talking about the massive impact. And if you're like many organizations that come to me, you might be saying to yourself, we don't have any, and that's okay. Okay. The first step is understanding the difference, the nuance between putting out your own content, putting out your own stories, asking people to take action. That's one strategy, right? That's one marketing kind of tactic. The other side of it is who are the people who can do that in partnership with you, in collaboration with you? And I want you to think about that. I want you to think about a short list. Who are the people who would would be who are our raving fans who we want to invite in to partner with us in some type of way. So let's kind of recap the lesson here. Let's recap some of the phenomenon of, and this is the other piece of it. I bet a week ago, 10 people that I'm closely connected to didn't know about the Stanley Cup. And meanwhile, they went from 75 million to 750 million over the past few years. So even just this last spike of craze of people sleeping outside of targets to get that Starbucks collaboration had such an impact. And so for me is what's even more interesting about that is even when you've hit a threshold of visibility and a threshold of revenue where like things are increasing and things are getting better, you're actually so ready for another level up. You're so ready 
you're, you're just really getting started. Okay. So I could think about 10 people who hadn't heard about any of this, probably my husband being one until last year, last, last week, right. Until it, this, this next layer of like newsworthiness and visibility, right. Really came up to the surface. And that is the power too, of things compounding and your endorsements and your influence, your partnerships, your collaborations growing. So oftentimes the way I teach this is you start off with your beta group of partner, your influencers and ambassadors. I call this your social street team. You start out with them. Okay. But then your beta group may have five people in it. Then we add five more. We got 10 and then we add five more and then we add 10 more and it grows and grows and grows. That is really a true snowball effect that not only increases your revenue, increases your visibility, increases your traction, it increases your expert status in your, your, your brand equity too, in what it is you do. It, it increases all of that. So it really has this snowball effect where suddenly you're like, you know, we did this fundraiser for X, Y, and Z, and we rate, we, we exceeded our goal. We raised Y, right? But over here, we sort of saw a collateral positive effect of way more email subscribers or a huge influx of volunteer inquiries, right? And again, that's just because you had more eyeballs. You had more people saying, I like this, you should too. This is awesome. This has made a difference. This matters. Take a look, right? Just inviting more people in. What can you do? Let's talk about it this way. What can you do this month to help use the power of influence, the power of endorsement for your organization. And let me give you this kind of caveat that is really, really important, which is oftentimes organizations make the mistake of working with ambassadors and influencers who aren't aligned with their target audience. Okay. So if you are a hyper, hyper local organization and you partner with digital ambassadors and influencers to endorse your organization who are more nationally focused, there's going to be a disconnect because the person in New York is going to wonder why these thought leaders are talking about this organization in Atlanta. You with me? They're going to go, this isn't for me. Skip, scroll, next. So you really want to make sure that your street team has a natural alignment to your cause to not only your cause, but your target audience. So go back, listen through, look at, go look at, go search the hashtag Staley Cup. You'll see some of the craziness in case you haven't seen it. It's pretty hilarious, but you'll see some of the craziness that has come through this powerful influencer marketing campaign, has made the organization, has made the brand so much money and really is just getting started. So what did they do also? They listened to their customers. They saw a huge influx in this new audience. They listened to their customers who clearly showed an interest of, they didn't want just like neutral colors. They wanted bold pops of color. They started doing limited editions. This is some of the nimble, creative innovation that we see in the for-profit world that I really, really want you to say, how can we adapt this strategy to fit our organization? Because y'all can be creative. Y'all can be nimble. Y'all can do limited edition. One of my clients just did a limited edition, two of them, merch drop, really successful. Okay, what are some limited edition things we could do just to drum up urgency, right? To drum up some exclusivity and get people excited. 
That's your homework. Think about it. Who are we using? Who can we invite in to use the power of influence for good? Make sure you sign up for our upcoming webinar. I am teaching a brand new method. And I'm also opening doors to my brand new group coaching program. This is an advanced program for organizations who are really looking for motivation, accountability, mentorship to grow their visibility and their revenue this year. It's going to be such a game changer for nonprofits. It is called the Purpose and Profit Club. And I'm just so excited to open that up in the coming month-ish. So stay tuned for that. But if you're curious about taking the next step, send me a DM over at Splendid Consulting on Instagram or find me on LinkedIn and let's chat. I'll see you next time. Like what you're hearing and want to take this to the next level? I want to invite you to go to purposeandprofit.club to watch my free class. In there, I will tell you the number one thing that's keeping your nonprofit or social impact business stuck and what to do instead. Go to purposeandprofit.club. Think you've reached out to everyone in your network? Are you out of ideas to get noticed and get funded? I hear you. That's why I'm giving you a chance to steal my prospect list. Yes, you can generate leads for your nonprofit or impact-driven business. Grab my mini training and list delivered to your inbox instantly. Go to splendidcourses.com forward slash prospect.